Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Peace, Love, and Robots, a podcast about anything and everything and all that is in between. I'm your host, Jeremy. And this is episode number 19 for January 13th, 2021. I don't really have a preamble for this week. Usually I try to write something, but uh, it's 2021 and the world is still on fire. (laughs) Who knew that the shadow of 2020 would be so long? I guess the question is how long will that shadow go? Will it last deep into March when we recognize one year of lockdowns, quarantines, and COVID? Or will it subside sooner? I guess only time will tell. As always, this show is brought to you by the ads you hear at the beginning and end of the show. So if you listen all the way through, I will be forever in your debt. All right. So I'm I'm sort of still on vacation. All right. Uh, well, I was on vacation for the bulk of last week. So uh, I spent that time recharging because that's really what vacation is for. So I assure you, when it comes to my writing, I will be back in the saddle for next week because I am back to work at my day job, which is why this episode is available at its usual scheduled time. You might not have noticed, but the last two weeks were a little bit later because I recorded them the day of release, and I typically record the day before so I can uh, schedule it to be released at a certain time. So I am back at my day job, so uh, with my time at work comes discipline, and with discipline comes results. So, uh, yeah. Let's get on to the topic of the week, shall we? And... uh, I have to warn you, I have to warn you, this is quite a controversial topic because I did ask people on my Facebook page, my own personal page, I should have done it on the Peace Love Robots page, but I didn't. Uh, I asked their opinions and oh boy, there are opinions. There are lots of opinions on this topic, so uh, I'll get to that. But who doesn't love a good movie? I know I do. I spend a lot of my recharge time watching movies and typically movies that I try to watch at least once a year, especially during winter breaks. Once the Christmas holidays over, I usually dive into a few of my favorite trilogies. Traditionally, you know, a couple days after Christmas, I have a Star Wars day with my family. We watch as many of the movies we can uh, as we can. And uh, we usually focus on the original trilogy because that's the one that matters to me. The other ones, eh, yeah. Uh, 
And this year we not only watched those, but I also afterwards watched Solo, which is a way better movie than it deserved to be. And uh, I don't even think it made a lot of money at the box office because I think people were feeling a little Star Wars uh, oversaturation. But Solo is actually quite good. And uh, it's crazy to think, though, uh, for the past number of years, there was a new Star Wars film in the theater every single December. I would make it a point to go see Star Wars with my sons on my first day of vacation for the in December. And this year was the first year in years that I didn't do that. I actually haven't been in the theater in close to a year, if not over a year now, uh, which is bizarre. But welcome to the world of uh, COVID and all of that other stuff. Please mask up, everybody. Let's get vaccinated. Let's get this stuff done so we can get back to you know life being sort of normal. I'd like to get back to the theater. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's a tangent I don't want to go on to, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I watched Star Wars and I loved it as much now as I did when I was a kid. I, I just love Star Wars. I, I love it enough. I have Star Wars toys. I, I've, I've, you know, I, I actually focus on Yoda. I have a, a signed Yoda photo signed by Frank Oz. You know, I, I'm deep in on the Star Wars thing. I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I wear a t Star Wars t-shirts, all that stuff. I'm into Star Wars. And then um, on New Year's Day, I traditionally every year watch the Back to the Future trilogy. I'm not even sure when I started this tradition. I just started doing it a few years ago. And now my kids even look forward to it. My 12-year-old always, he was looking forward to it. And um, this year was the first year that my oldest daughter, she's nine, she started catching all of those subtle hints and callbacks as the story went on. And it's kind of fun to watch that stuff with someone who's kind of seeing it for the first time. And then finally, over the last week of vacation, I took in the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I really don't remember what the movies are like when they were not extended. It's the only versions I own. Uh, but I digress. I, I, there there are other versions out there, but I think everybody has kind of accepted the extended editions as the ones to watch. So um, it was the best time to watch Lord of the Rings, really. On Monday and Tuesday, I watched Fellowship of the Ring, which is probably the least exciting of the trilogy. There's not many battle sequences and everything just seems smaller. The world sort of naturally grows out from the Shire to the river shores and beyond. But it sets the table for what's to come in the next two films, and I really needed to watch them last week. Because the world of Middle-earth was an escape, but it was not unlike our own. It seemed like a great evil had been given room to grow for a few years, and we least expected it. That evil struck with a fury that we've never seen in modern history. And for a while, it didn't look like there was any good in the world left to fight for. But then Sam who I'd argue is the true hero of the trilogy, reminded his friend Frodo that there was still good in the world and it was worth fighting for. <laughs> and just prior to that, Aragorn assured a young man bracing himself for battle at Helm's Deep that there's always hope. Yeah. There is always hope. And don't get me started on Return of the King. Let me just say, I can't, I can't finish that movie without crying, okay? Uh, multiple times. So uh, it, it's, it's a great movie. It deserved all the Oscars it won. It was a technical achievement, a, a brilliant movie. But anyway, 
watching all these trilogies got me thinking, what is the best film trilogy of all time? Or at least out of all these three? <laughs> okay. I asked this question of my friends and I got a variety of answers and uh, I might, I might, I might lose friends over this, but stick with me here. Okay. All right. Star Wars is, is Star Wars. Okay. It was my favorite movie as a kid. I still love it as an adult. And honestly, I don't see any flaws in that original trilogy. Ewoks and all the Lord of the Rings transcends film. Okay, it's a story full of themes that one could spend a lifetime studying, talking, and writing about. And again, I don't see any flaws in that trilogy. And then we come to Back to the Future. There's a handful of flaws in Back to the Future. Okay, I, I see them all. There's logical inconsistencies. There's weird coincidences that just don't seem to make sense. Things like that. But I can't shake the feeling that... I think Back to the Future is the best of all three of them when it comes to being a trilogy. Now, hear me out. It hurts to even suggest something is better than Star Wars or The Lord of the Rings. And while both of those are technical and storytelling achievements, there's something about the adventures of Doc Brown and Marty McFly that I just can't shake. And I just I, I can't argue my way out of the why I think it's a better trilogy than the other. Now, I'd like to emphasize the word trilogy because on their own, Back to the Future loses every time. But it's the gestalt, the sum of the parts that makes it better. Because it's a trilogy, it stands better than the other two. I've got reasons why, and I'm going to list them for you. First, Back to the Future didn't need to add more story. It's three movies, one story contained in all three of them. I know. There's a cartoon and there was a handful of comics a few years ago, but there are no other Back to the Future movies. And that's a good thing because there doesn't need to be. Now, one of my friends, Mike, he argues that they didn't even need the two sequels to Back to the Future. And he's probably got a point there, but they did end Back to the Future with To Be Continued. <laughs> they might not have planned to have sequels, but they clearly made us want sequels by ending it on a cliffhanger and saying to be continued. So it didn't need to add any more after that. It's a perfect, it's a perfect story told in three movies. So star Wars, they have the prequels, you have the sequels, you have the additional movies, you have books, there's comics, there's an entire universe built out for people to enjoy in a variety of ways. And that's awesome. But before 1997, star, star Wars would be light years ahead of Back to the Future. But I think the original trilogy has been stunk up by the movies that came after it. Tainted, if you will. In The Lord of the Rings, they also it also has an inferior prequel trilogy in The Hobbit. That was a movie trilogy that was an exercise in self-indulgence. But taking that away, you also have a lot of source material to get into. And to be honest... I personally have yet to read the books. I, I'm trying again. This is like the fifth time. But every time I seem to make it to the Council of Elrond and just give up. Maybe, just maybe, this is my year. We'll see. Secondly, accessibility. Okay, Star Wars was always accessible, and that's completely fine. But you know what's more accessible than that? Back to the Future. 
The rules of time travel get explained rather clearly, and the writing is close to perfect. You can you can pronounce all the names. <laughs> you know, they leave breadcrumbs and callbacks everywhere, making multiple viewings just an absolute joy. And don't get me started with Lord of the Rings. Okay, this is the one fault that I could find even with Lord of the Rings, even though I said I couldn't find any flaws. They're as accessible as a bank vault. I lost count of the times I had to remind my kids who Aragorn was or Legolas or side characters like Eowyn and Faramir. Just the pronunciations are, <laughs> they leave a lot to be desired. Gruesome orcs notwithstanding, I doubt I'll be watching them with my daughters anytime soon because I'll have to continually field questions. And finally, runtime. Let's look at how long these trilogies are, okay? First of all, Back to the Future is just under six hours, 343 minutes. Star Wars, the original trilogy, all right? Not the, not all nine of the movies plus the other two movies, so that's 11 movies. I'm not counting all those. Just the original trilogy is 376 minutes, so it's about six and a half hours. It's, it's um, you know, about 45 minutes longer or whatever the math is. <laughs> a little, yeah, something like that. 43 minutes longer. No, 33 minutes. See, I'm not good at math. I'm a podcaster. I, I don't do math. Anyway, uh, Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy is just a slightly longer. And the Lord of the Rings extended editions are 726 minutes or 12 hours. Okay. 12 hours long. I had to watch those movies over a, spa a space of five days, six days, two days per film. <laughs> While the runtime is a bit of a wash between Star Wars and Back to the Future, it's obvious that with a runtime that equals a full work day and a half, it's much easier to watch Back to the Future than the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I have a friend. He lives in New Jersey. And it New Jersey, between New Jersey and Manhattan, arguably the best homegrown pizza is either in one of those two places, right? So one time I was visiting him, and I saw some coupons for Domino's on the kitchen counter. Yeah, Domino's Pizza, which is essentially just like cheese and tomato sauce on cardboard. Terrible pizza. And I asked him why, <laughs> why, if he lives in New Jersey, would he eat at Domino's? His answer was kind of, uh, it made sense. He said, well, sometimes you want a burger and you don't want to go to Five Guys, so you go to McDonald's. I think the same can be said for Back to the Future versus Lord of the Rings. Sometimes you don't, you want something that's fun and silly. You don't want heavy and thematically full. Is Back to the Future the best technical achievement ever? No. They did some clever stuff with, you know, dual cameras and all that other stuff. But it, is it the best story? Does it have the best characters or the best themes? No, not at all. But it's a better trilogy. It's self-contained. It's accessible. And it's short. It's fast food. And sometimes that's all you want. Unlike some people, I'm open to being wrong. So... Let me know just what you think and how wrong I might be by sending me an email at peaceloveandrobotspod at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail at 585-371-8986. And when I hear from you, I just might share it on the next episode. Just remember, 
to keep it clean. Let's button this up now. Talk too long. <laughs> I've probably made, I've probably lost friends. I'd rather lose friends over this than, uh, than other stuff. Actually, I don't want to lose friends over movies. We can all get along over movies, right? We'd probably be talking about movies now anyway, right? Anyway, if you like what you heard here, or even if you didn't, if you want to, you want to, you know, point your friends to, to me and say, hey, you know, this, this guy over here, he actually thinks Star Wars isn't as good as Back to the Future, which is a lie. But anyway, if you want that, please, please share the show with your friends. I'd love to have new listeners. And I'd also love for you to rate, review, and, and write something about the show if you can. Because more listeners equals more content for me. Maybe. Anyway, the show's not hard to find. I'm on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most recently, Audible. Now, how cool is that? Yeah. Peace, love, and robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.